Are you stressed? Do you fear what you'll be facing when you wake up in the morning? Is life simply causing you to question its essence? If so, you're in the right place. Welcome to Spirited Daydream, the show featuring lightworker and psychic medium Carla Shields, where the answers to some of life's and yes, the afterlife's most thought-provoking and compelling questions are thought. Spirited, as Carla is known as by many, brings her inspiring, passionate, and powerful spiritual teachings to the Internet. So, let's take a moment to welcome the host of the show, your spiritual healer, Carla Shields. Welcome. This beautiful December 20th. It's a holiday season. Everybody's running around. Some of you might be listening to this when the show's in the archives afterwards. And I'm grateful for that. Glad that you can join us. Today's topic is the season of giving. Begins with us forever and always. And as I mentioned in the promotions, as we celebrate together far and wide, my soul cries out, why only now? We beautiful souls are meant to express who we are while we're here, to share with others our energy, whether that be in a form of a gift, an expression of love, or perhaps forgiveness. And Jimi Hendrix once said, when the power of love overcomes the love of power, the world will know peace. So let's put our egos aside for a bit and join together in a bit of time where we can focus on what's really important. It's that time of year when we are celebrating the major holidays of Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and so forth. We gather with friends, family during special times for sharing celebration. It's also the time of year, as we grow older chronologically, where many of us can't help but have flashbacks over holidays from prior years. We may have fond and beautiful memories of days gone by. We may find ourselves captured for a moment back in time when special people were with us physically, and something specific catches our attention. And we snap back to the current moment and move on as we must. This is true for most of us. We have happy moments that we may feel a bit melancholy because we know those loved ones are not going to be with us physically this holiday. We may remember how well we were treated by them, loved and cared for by those that came before us. We may find ourselves in a time when we were giving to others back in the day, maybe you were in a choir or an organized event to help people during the holidays, something like that. You know, we often hear of this time of year as the season of giving, the time when companies, peoples, groups, and organizations, and we ourselves may try to go the extra mile to raise funds for the homeless, to help children, for the elderly, for our loved ones, for our friends. And here we are in this present moment, the 2015 season of giving. So why are we only focusing on this one time of year? My soul still cries out. The rest of the year, most companies go back into profit mode. So does that mean they're using the season of giving as a tool to win them business honestly? Some yes. And some, though it may seem exceptional, some actually care. 
some of the people that run these companies, organizations, and so forth, that run these events to help others in your communities truly want to give back and help raise the community up, if you will. We all know it seems impossible for all peoples to want to do this on a regular basis, right? Surely we might think that they would stay in their boardrooms, around their conference tables, or around their family tables even. But then we go back ourselves, because after all, if we don't take care of ourselves, who will? Families, schools, medical, all businesses too fall apart when their finances aren't in order. We're hearing every day about families still losing their homes, divorce rates still rise high, and even more, no marriage at all, because the piece of paper might affect the bottom line of their lives, money. Businesses that we once thought of as giants are selling out, what we call investments, but they're really takeovers of the company so that the original business peoples can continue to function, their jobs might be restructured, and unfortunately some are let go even at this time of year. Yes, we have certain planetary, a worldwide common method of functioning, don't we? Money. Many would think that that's the case, especially right now during this time of year. Many would stop me and say, well, the holiday season is too commercialized. It's gotten way too commercialized, all about money, selling, buying. It's, it's less the true message. But has it really, I say? It's said that over 2,000 years ago, a baby was born in a manger while his parents were on their way to pay their taxes. Mother Mary, being with child, rode the donkey, and they stopped to rest, having to take shelter in a manger because there wasn't any place else to stay. Some know this manger today as being a cave, actually, because back in the day, historically, that's where animals might have been kept from the elements for shelter. My point is not to direct you to the Christian message here. My point is historically, yes, a child was born 2,015 years ago, and his parents were on the long journey to pay their taxes. It was a time of money changing. It was required of all. We don't think of that very often, do we? The tax part? Because the focus of the religion of Christianity is based on the coming of the Savior through the miracle of birth, as a human at that time. Nonetheless, for the purposes of this little section of the show, remember, they were out paying their taxes. That was the deal. Bear with me. If I want to go further with this for just a moment, I wonder if they made it. Did they ever pay their taxes? I never heard that part of the story. What actually happened if they didn't pay their taxes? The government wanted their fair share of the money from everyone. So, as we think of Christmas being such a holiday, and these holidays being so commercialized, based on that setting, would be a time of tax paying, right? Don't you see it? Don't you see that this historical story from the Christian Bible, don't you see it? Whether you believe it or not, this fascinating story of God sending his own son to the earth in human form through the miracle of childbirth happened during a big money event. It was all about money then too, right? We don't hear that in the Christmas carols or the songs on the radio or the stories very often. We hear about the setting of the birth in a manger and how that came about. We hear about the three magi who followed the stars. Astrology-wise, to find the baby Jesus. And 
hear about the animals we that were surrounding this small family who just had a baby in their presence. I don't know about you, but I've been listening to holiday listening to holiday music a long time. And I don't hear it was all about the money, money, money changing hands that caused this birth to happen in a manger. I haven't heard that one yet. Maybe it's out there and I missed it. My point is, who really cares if it's all if it was all about the money as the setting for the event? Does it matter? Think of this, please, for just a moment. If anything's possible, and in the spiritual realm it is possible, couldn't you choose to be born in a setting before you came through into physical form? Isn't it possible that your chosen if your chosen path was to be a magnificent spiritual leader. Don't you think the grand intelligent of the great spirit, God, might not have considered that just as well as all great and beautiful stories, even those we follow in our current day and age in movies, theater, on TV, begin with the setting, the set. Without the setting, we really have to use our imagination to figure out where these stories are going, even when you read a book, right? It's going to describe the setting, the surroundings, the time frame, the people, to, to give you insight. So without the setting in the background, we just hear the words, watch the people, or get the message. And with the setting, we can more easily identify with it. It becomes real to us. It's fathomable. It might have really happened. So whether or not you personally agree that Jesus was the Son of God or not, Many of the greatest minds in history have agreed that he was indeed a well-followed spiritual leader and prophet. He touched so many, many peoples on a personal level. He helped people to believe in themselves in that day and age, and even now, to believe that possibilities of healing can take place through the miracle of faith, through your belief that it will be so. To believe in this time of type of magic some might say. In fact, it was spiritual energy. And many of us now understand this magic is no less available to any of us if we're only tuned into it. Now let's snap forward to the present moment. Here it is, December 20th, 2015, where I'm hailing from. Many are at this very moment knocking themselves out to find gifts for people. Many are attending events to share the energy with others. Some know we're part of their community, their families, their homes. Many, like me, still send the good old-fashioned hand-signed paper card from their personal inked page to their hands, a small gift, but one from the heart. That physical piece of paper that one once held in their very hands and sent to our home just for us is also imprinted with their personal energy to boot. Not that most people think of that, but it is. And that makes it all the more special to me. A good amount of giving is going on right now. Children in foster homes are about to get gifts to brighten their Christmas holiday. Many, many others will have extra meals, this Christmas to make the time even more special for them. A time to enjoy and share love rather than the usual fear, poverty, scarceness, and detachment. It's a bit like politics, isn't it? 
honestly, everyone has their own opinion. And, you know, we've just gotten so politically correct about how want, not wanting to offend anyone else's belief systems that we're missing in my, the entire point of this holiday season. I still say Merry Christmas because that's where I hail from. If someone says Happy Kwanzaa to me, I'm not offended by that. Because when my good friend says Happy Hanukkah, I'm happy. I'm not about thinking about how it offends me. Because I'm being given a greeting that I don't agree with. If someone says Happy Yule to me, it's beautiful. It's happy. It's joyful message. Sure, I personally have a connection with my ancestors in this lifetime to that greeting because they came from Scandinavia. But it still doesn't matter because I appreciate the thought behind whatever those greetings may be. We need personally, I think, to get back to the point of being thankful for the little things. Because we can't possibly be thankful for a grand and glorious gift if we don't have the manners, the compassion, the emotion within us to be respectful of others' intentions when we've been given such a gift. The season of giving really does exist. 365, oh, 366 days next year, it's leap year of every year for many of us. Those spiritual souls who sacrifice their personal way of life by giving to others on a daily basis in one way or another, they celebrate it every day, not just this time of year. There are so many beautiful souls who take someone into their home give up their job to take care of aging parents or relatives, work two jobs to help take care of family members. Those are just a few examples of the real-life miracles going on in the world today, every day, for so many people. Not to mention our EMT health workers, volunteer labor, especially the armed forces right? They don't need a holiday to recognize others. These people don't because it's in their very nature to give their lives in such a way as to always be mindful of how their actions might affect others. So they might say something that might maybe not everybody agrees with, but their message was pure. They honestly meant well. It was the receiver's end of the hearing device that was out of order. More often than not, that's the case. Your heart, as I started in this show, is very real. It's very, very real. It sends out electromagnetic communication pulses to everyone around you. You know, many, many people are so concerned with what others think of them. And what I'm trying to say here for you today is when I'm saying let your light shine, I'm totally thinking about your spiritual energy. And the light is a meaning to say what level of frequency you're hailing from. We need to remember, just as this story of over 2,000 years ago, there will be differences in opinion today. Just as there were then. 
Yes, there's always probably going to be some sort of exchange, whether it's bartering, money, trading, sharing, or giving. Some may appear to be making out better because they have more money, more stuff, or more whatever. But when you look with your heart, rather than with your mind, with your logic, and you try to get inside their lives, What's going on behind the curtain? Their energy, their souls. You might see a very different story than what you thought you saw, after all. It's really no different 2,000 years later in this respect. People still aren't what they seem many times. In this physical life we, we are living, we may be planted in a rich environment or maybe in a modest one. Where you are planted has absolutely no effect on your message to the world, people. None. Where you are planted, where you hail from, only affects your message to the world if you allow it to. There are major groups of people that come from modest means. Major. And some give so tremendously to others every single day in spite of what other people may think. There are also some people of great means that are giving back to the community always, every day, above and beyond what the law might require of them. And they do so because they have light and caring hearts, not because they want to be noticed. Many of them do it anonymously for that very reason. So as we move through these next weeks and transition from the holidays to the new calendar year, our personal celebrations and our society's pressures to set new goals in the form of our personal resolutions is going to come fast and furious. We're going to be hearing, what are your resolutions? Have you made any? Well, personally, I'm setting resolutions all year long. I don't wait for a calendar year. It's a constant check and recheck through meditation, through prayer, through self-examination of where I am and where I feel I need to be in order to express who I am at this present moment, not what everybody wants of me. Although, being who I am, some of that comes into play. If you disagree with how others are doing, you don't have to follow them. Now, how you show your disagreement is 100% up to you. Some prefer to be very, very vocal. They, They need to get the word out. It's important to them. It's part of who they are and who they choose to be. Others like to keep it to themselves. They have a low profile. And while everyone around them is talking about passionately, they feel these people may try to remain a bit on the quiet side. That's their way. Some get into arguments, fights, and as we know, as rig- and, and as ridiculous as it is, they actually kill each other over it and go to war over their beliefs. To me, this is just excessive. Don't get me wrong. 
if you come at me and my loved ones with intent to harm, I'm going to fight back just as much as the next person. I'm not perfect. I'm just me. I love my family, too. What I'm saying here is that what what we are going through, season of giving, tells everyone in our circle a little bit about who we really are. You see it every day this time of year. Those that have to have the party hats on, because that's who they are. They, they have to be seen at events. They need to make appearances. There are those that have to give the most money because they want their name in the headlines or in the newspaper or the Internet. And yeah, you'd be right if you said people are like that. More often than not. But I'll tell you, I don't agree. Yes, people are like that very often. And those are the people that usually are noticed because it's their intent to be noticed. But when you look further, passing people in the stores this busy time of year to run off to Walmart or wherever it is you're going, and it's very hectic in the traffic and in the stores, notice the person that lets you go in front of them or says, excuse me, quietly. Notice the person who's with a loved one or a friend or a family member trying to get gifts and they're looking at the price tag. Because for them, they want to give a gift of love. They want to give a gift to someone they care about. And maybe they have $10 and this gift is eleven ninety nine. There are many people in the world today doing beautiful things, such as paying off layaways anonymously. So please, let's not consider this to be just a season of commercialism because it's anything but that. It's what you see, just like any other time of year, because what you see is what you'll get the way it is. You know, you tune in to what you want to see every day of the year because that's what makes you special. And everyone tunes in a little bit differently. Our emotional receivers are on to the station that works for us. And we can't see it from another's point of view very easily because we aren't them. We don't know their whole story. We don't know all of their experiences. We only know what we're shown, and that's okay. You know, you can choose to get ignited by these people's fire, the people that are very vocal and very outgoing and extroverts. And that's great. It can be great. What a happy time when the message is pleasant and upbeat. It can also be devastating when the message is to attack someone or to put someone else down or to say that someone else shouldn't have done that. And at this time of year, if it no, no weather, couldn't we put our differences aside? Couldn't we examine the season of giving day of the year for me? I'm not saying I'm not human. I'm saying my intent and my personal focus is to help others. So we can 
get caught up in the hubbub, in the excitement. We can get caught up in the arguments at the family table. We can get caught up because we're tired, we're run down, and we're just exhausted. Or we can sit back, take a few moments for ourselves, regroup, a quick prayer, a happy memory. Take an hour. Enjoy it for yourself. It's important that you feel good in order to help others. My friends, my spiritual soul family members, you can go anywhere and do anything this season. It's all up to you, what's important to you, and I hope that you enjoy it. My job today, to few situations, very limited, is certain specific examples that have come through as being particularly poignant right now. Because each of us personally needs to make choices every day how we interact with each other. Not just at Christmas time. We choose who we want to be every day. How we want to respond and react. How we feel we want to talk. It's very easy to get caught up in the hubbub, in the rat race, and in the energy of people around us because as soon as we're near them, our heart energy We are connected through spiritual energy. Your job in this lifetime, the main reason you're here, is to define who you choose to be now and now and now. Given moment, you get to choose and you do choose. And if you do not feel you're choosing, then you're giving your power away and allowing someone else to do that for you. And that's your choice. It's as simple and as complicated as that. that. Some have said that by a certain age, if you aren't where you want to be, you're never going to get there. Well, perhaps. And then perhaps not. Everything's relative. And from a spiritual energy standpoint, which is more a part of each and every one of us than many believe, everything is possible. And our physicists and our scientists are learning more and more about what is really real, about quantum energy, about the science of spirituality. And there's so much more that will be discovered and brought forward It's a beautiful time to be alive. In spite of all the difficulties, in spite of the war, in spite of the differences, beautiful time. I just want to close with this because we're getting close to running out of time. Here's a little gift from me to you. I've already put it up on my social media sites. Merry Christmas to you. Happy holidays, too. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. It's all up to you. You say it as you feel it, a gift from the heart. I take it as I'm able from my viewpoint at the start. For me, your greeting is received as I can hear it. My receiver might be tuned out, so just grin and bear it. 
the gift that you give to the world in this life is to be who you choose to from the day to the night. In each moment you choose again, in each month and each year, until heaven has called you to return over there. Your season of giving is your lifetime, you see. For your gift to the world is to be only me. So set the example you wish to leave the world. For it is in the little things that you will be remembered more than anything else. Others will hear your message as their ears are able to tune in. Your job is only to be, not to dim your spiritual light. Merry Christmas, all my love, Carla Shields. I so look forward to 2016 with each and every one of you. I will be doing more readings. It will be a New Year's Eve show. It's already up on Blog Talk Radio and on my Facebook events. I hope you'll tune in if you can. I think it's from 7 to 8 p.m. Eastern Time, if memory serves. And I will be giving away a few special readings during that show. So if you can, I hope you'll join me in an hour of spiritual focus to move into our new year. And who knows? Maybe we'll have a little message from the other side about what's going to happen next year. Thank you. Happy holidays. Blessings to each and every one of you, wherever you hail from. May you have peace within and share it without. So long.